This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. As always, we start the episode with a new favorite comment that I found on Apple Podcasts review page. This one comes from Brown Sugar Babe. And it's titled Comfy Car Rides. She says, I listen when I want to have car rides with friends, but my actual friends don't answer the phone. I laugh so hard that I will advise caution while listening and operating heavy machinery. <laughs> Leave your comment for a chance to be read on a future episode of Just a Tip. I'm going to be continuously picking my favorite ones, so go out there and make it funny. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip and you'll be on your way with Meg and Batoon on Fridays. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon. I'm 27 years old and just watched Clueless for the first time last week, so that's why I have a friend here to help me help you, Brittany Louise Taylor. Hi! Hi. I cannot believe you just watched Clueless. Yeah, me neither. The, you don't understand. Like, I went out and bought, like, plaid jackets, skirts, knee-high socks, baby doll shoes. I was obsessed with that movie. My thing about it, good movie, but the technology, she was doing, like, a touchscreen situation on a Windows old, old, old computer. No, you see, you're just overthinking it. You just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go back and watch like Men in Black or some of these movies like it's you know it's not like it was when you first saw it because yeah. technology has advanced but you just kind of have to like be a kid and imagine the parts that are kind of horrible for sure and being better it was a, a very interesting because in the whole time I was like how do they so they're so eloquent but then she's kind of ditzy but she <laughs> speaks with such like really she, her diction is great or, like everything that she did was like you're smart but you're also really dumb no, I still think you're overthinking it <laughs> <laughs> well that's introduction to me <laughs> I overthink everything that's true though <laughs> but I met you well I think we met on a game show. No, I think we met doing the Ford Fiesta. Oh my god. See, I know you better than you know you. <laughs> we've we've been in so many similar branded things together. We never like we always hang out in like forced situations <laughs> and we get along and we like joke and have such a good time and then we never hang out in real life. <laughs> That will change. Even though this kind of is different. This is not like a brand hiring us. This is us just like two girlfriends hanging out and talking on your podcast. But no, this has not happened before with us. Yeah. Because, yeah, Ford Fiesta. So I was telling you about this a while ago. Ford, I guess, hired like 100 creators and gave us cars. Free gas. I love that part. Yeah, free gas. (laughs) And they were like, use as much as you want. Here's a credit card for props and stuff or whatever sketch you want to do. And then they just had us do, I guess it was basically like free marketing for them. Yeah. A hundred different people making four videos, I think. Did it you was. cry when you had to turn back in your car? I don't remember. I definitely wanted to keep it. And they're like, no, we're going to trash it. See, I did it. I, I, did, <laughs> I, I, I did it. it. I did it twice. So the first round, I named it and I called mine Juanita. And then I literally cried when I had to give it back because, like, I get overly attached oh. attached to, like, material possessions. Sure. I'm like, it doesn't have a soul. It's not real. But for me, it was, like, my friend. Yeah. But I also, I don't know if they want me to tell me tell them this but or tell people 
told us, but I backed into a pole with it, like, the last week on the first one, and we, I had to go shoot something, like, uh, it was some sort of interview, and they had to turn the car to the side so you wouldn't see where I backed oh my the gosh. pole. Well, the car was silver and the pole was silver. It was, like, it, like they blended. It was, yeah, it wasn't completely my fault. That's really funny. And then the second time we met, well, we met, like, I guess we've met once. Give them our whole history, I Megan. Know, but the, the part before we started recording, Brittany was talking about this one time when we did this job for Lipton. And it was essentially like <laughs> a summer picnic. And they bought, brought a bunch of people together. It was like, you, me, there was yeah. Pez Films, uh, Christy Costanza from uh, Against the Current. Yeah. So yeah, there's a bunch of us yeah. in this, but like none of us were in the same realm of like what we did, kind of. Everyone had their own thing. Yeah. And we all went together. And I did not know that you had an earpiece in. <laughs> And you kept. I was the only one because they they knew like I've done like some acting. So like okay, if we give Brittany things to ask the other people at the table, they put an earbud in my ear because they wanted to get certain like questions about how things paired with the tea. And so Megan, you make strawberry salad, right? I did. So they kept asking me like, okay, well ask her like like how did she like make the salad? Like what was her favorite part of making the salad? So I like would not leave Megan alone about the salad. And I remember you giving me this death glare. She like looks over at me and she's like, Brittany, my salad was great. Thank you. And that, that, at that point, I finally said to you, like, Megan, I have an earpiece in my ear. And they're telling me. And you're like, good, because I thought I was going crazy. Like, you you literally were getting so annoyed with me. I remember. No, I because I had asked you like 30 times about your salad. It, it was interesting, though, because I feel like it was mostly me. Like, you would definitely ask other people things. No, like, you were spearheading the salad the, the, again. Yeah. You were like this kind of like the star of the, the Lipton tea like party. They had picked you because you, you were one of the few people, few people that did like a video for them, yes. too. So they wanted to like highlight you in the piece, <laughs> but they needed you to say certain things. And yeah, they used me as a vessel to get you to say I what know. they wanted. And they wanted it to be natural. But I, finally, I had to tell people. Right. And it's like, if they would have just told me that like, hey, we're trying to get these yeah. sound bites, I would have been like, my salad's amazing. Here's everything about it. But like, yeah, it put you in such they an awkward just position. Told me, no, I finally had because like I, I think everyone at the table hated me, and I'm like <laughs> I'm already like pretty friendly and like talk too fast and kind of obnoxious. So give me an earpiece and then just have me annoy people and like the level of how much you like me from like fifty percent one to like ten. Like That's I was so not funny. I was not the most popular person at that table. But the moment they figured out, like everyone knew that I had you know like telephone, but good telephone, like. Everyone right. got word that I had an earpiece, then it was a completely different experience. Right. Just let us know. I know. Like they want it organic, but they're it's more like, what the heck is but happening? And I, we, I don't know about you, but I also drank so much tea, so I was so caffeinated. <laughs> yeah. I was looking back at my text messages from that day, and there was this guy I was dating at the time, and I sent him like a monologue about the vineyard. I'm like, we're outside in the vineyard in the grass, and look at this photo, and like over-texted. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't work time. out, that's probably why, because I was like needy girlfriend just because of the caffeine. Yeah. I can barely, I had a lot of caffeine today, so I'm like, I might die. This might be my last day here. <laughs> oh, please don't. And you're, I won't. I'll try my best, I okay. guess. Okay, because we need to have at least one friend day outside yeah. of this before you kick the bucket. That I would think. be, <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, usually, this is an advice podcast where, usually, this you, is usually, an advice podcast. It is. People write in and tell us all about their problems. We do our best to get into them and help them with it. But I can't get into their problems at all because I just finished your book. 
And oh. I I usually say this for act three when we ask what's up. <laughs> yeah. But I cannot. Like, once you guys read this book, you're going to understand why I had to put everything aside in order to talk about it. Because it's literally insane. It's, first of all, so well written. And so compelling. Irene had started it yesterday before I had because I was working on something else and she was like, I can't take my eyes off of this. And I was like, I need to get home instantly in order to read it because it came into the office uh, in the book form yeah. uh, yesterday. Like the, I tied it in like a little ribbon. And- it was so cute. And your your note, I was like tearing up because really? it was so sweet. I, tr- I like I wrote all because I you know I had a few copies to send out to friends and I had to like wait at night until my son went to sleep and I think at night I'm like really cheesy and emotional because I'm just tired from like chasing a toddler all day. <laughs> so I was writing everyone these like really heartfelt notes and I, my heart, like handwriting is terrible so I'm glad you could read it. <laughs> no because it's just it's just declined because all I do is text these days. Oh I so know. My like I hate holding a pen like my hand cramps after like two sentences like I have a really hard time that's so funny i heard they're not teaching cursive in schools anymore are you serious so bad i could use some lessons and that <laughs> makes me kind of sad like i like it like old sad. school letters and it's like easier to just like slur your words together in like one line like i <laughs> yeah. think cursive is easier in a way cursive is your handwriting but drunk i love how i'm like drawing like they can't see i'm like i'm writing in <laughs> cursive like on the air right now guys you can't see but just that's what up I'm doing. and down she's painting <laughs> she's bob ross in it you're Book. Yeah. Wow. I I was I just, I've, I've all, been dying on the inside because like I haven't been able to talk about it like for legal reasons and different things until now and it's like I don't think people really understood what I've gone through. No. Like they think I just like went through a bad breakup. They they don't understand. Right. Well, from an outsider's perspective, like I subscribed to you right after we met and. I I remember seeing the, the videos and I was like, yeah. oh, this is exciting. And then I reading it, I was like, oh, I remember this. You can I fill know in exactly. The blanks. Yeah, yeah, in like the chronological order of all of it. And I was like, I was so I was wearing a sweater and I was freezing because of the chills I was getting from yeah. not only what happened but the way that you wrote and described it. It was very vivid, and I felt like I was a part of it in a way that I couldn't imagine being a part of it. It is, I'm. You're so strong. Thank you. No, I mean, I, if I if I wouldn't have had my son, I don't think I would have. But I think it's when you become a mother, you become like mama bear. And for him, like I think I had no choice but to bounce back quicker than a normal. I mean, we'll probably get into why, but um, I had no choice but to like bounce back quicker because like he was just a baby, and like kids are really sensitive. So if you're having a bad day, they can feel it. So I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't for him. Like, right. I had to, like, go cry and they'd be like, hi, honey, and they try to make him laugh. And, mm. you know, I think I'm still probably dealing with some things because I had to, like, bury it so it hits me in, like, waves. But if, you know, my son is the reason. I know. I, I could – I can't wait to have a kid because I feel like I don't know what love is <laughs> you until don't. I pop one out. No, it's, and it's, it's so strange. It's <laughs> like, as you know, like, my – yes, until you until you have a tiny human, you don't understand. Right. Until, you, like, your vajayjay gets, like, ripped apart, you do not understand love. But, um, no, like, with my son, I, I, like, I didn't plan on having him, but when, like, the, it's true, like, all the cliches and movies and stories, like, when they are actually there, like, it's the most crazy love. You're like, yeah, I would do anything. Like, I would throw myself in front of a bus. Like, you, I can't explain it. And, like, any mother can tell you, but we'll have a conversation again when you have a child, like, 20 years from now. (laughs) Yeah, 20 years. Oh, my gosh. I used to joke that I was going to wait till right before my eggs were going to expire and then think about it, like, get them frozen. So, me being a mother is the biggest shock to me in my life. 
oh my gosh, that's a fun shock though. Yeah. That's like opening up another level of a heart. Yeah. It's like, wow, I didn't know that. You know how they say that we only use like whatever percent of our brains, like 10 or something like yeah. that? What if that's like how much we use with our hearts before we have kids? And then once we have kids, oh, it's 100. Oh, deep. Megan's getting real Yeah I know right Just like doesn't know what love is Lol Lol. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah like Cause in your book you have some Dates Did you like transcribe journal entries into it No what happened is because I ended up having to have a trial at the end of all this So uh, for the trial I had to memorize all the dates And get like in the book Even when I was writing it I was writing a legal copy So I had you know receipts And text messages and police reports And everything that was like Happening I had to be able to back it up Mm -hmm. So I just took basically my notes from trial From all the dates that I had to memorize And I worked backwards I'm like okay then this needs to happen here or, you know, this thing that I learned, I, I learn about it at this point in my life. Yeah. So all the dates are actual dates of when things happen. Right. So I didn't like go, I'm going to do in this chapter, like March sounds good. Like, right. Like no, it really was like March or January 2nd or the different dates that I'm listed. Wow. Yeah. So was writing it therapeutic or cathartic or was it kind of scary to relive all of it? It, it was it was really strange because the first two chapters was I remember I was like I think it was on my second day of my trial mm-hmm. and I because I was going to have this gag order I wasn't allowed to talk about it and being like you know a YouTuber influencer like we're used to being able to like spill the beans the moment like anything happens to us but my situation was extremely unique so I just started talking to my computer I think okay. I, I needed someone besides my mom to like yeah. know what was happening to me and I I just like started writing and it was weird though because like writing it I don't think was the therapy when I recorded it for audible was oh I thought I kind of was funny I thought okay I I had a sarcastic sense of humor I like approached it from a a point of like you know this is trying to make things that are hard less hard but when I had to read it out loud right after three days I came back to my car and I just started like crying because it hit me all at once exactly what I had lost and what I had gone through like I didn't realize I think until that point right just how bad it was freezing again like my I shaved my arms this morning and now they're long again (laughs) I shaved my arms once bad idea oh I loved it I would just I'm into lasering I was lasering everything I lasered my I lasered my my shoulders (laughs) it's really gross (laughs) (laughs) I lasered my arms but it started out with shaving them because I was so nervous that it would come back darker and that's what everyone tells you that's a lie it doesn't come back darker the only thing that comes back darker after you shave it is your armpits Mm. No, mm-hmm. like with me, everything comes back darker. There's no, I'm sorry, like you're on a different planet. <laughs> like I, I, the first thing I did when I started making some money was like, and I, this is before like laser was like painless. Like yeah. I got oh, everything. When is it not painless? They have the, like, I, I don't want to plug certain places in case like, you can, <laughs> but there's certain like lasers that aren't as painful as oh. the other ones. So I got everything lasered. I remember I would take like Tylenol before I went in, put numbing cream. And even then I was like dying, oh but it was God. worth it. Because oh, I, yeah. I get like ingrown hairs really easily and my skin's so sensitive. I can't, I hate shaving. Right. Have you guys ever shaved your armpit and then had like three sprout from one? Yeah. It's like a little cactus. That's so strange. <laughs> I don't get it. And then it just makes it like thicker and weirder. And you're like, this is not... But then every day you still, it just like, it just multiplies. I hate it. I had a friend that in middle school, she would tweeze her armpits, (gasps) her armpit hair. I was like, why are you doing this like max amount of pain? 
for this. It's, it's probably just that they just enjoyed it. Like, you know, some oh. people like, you know, but some people do have like a higher pain tolerance. Or like, they like I, it. it. Or you see people on. like that have natural childbirth and like have a ton of tattoos and like you're like, they, they just don't like feel on the same level I think that you or I feel. Right, right, right. Like I would just, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I couldn't. Yeah. The first time I got laser, mm-mm, no, I... <laughs> I was like, you got to stop doing this. <laughs> I, like, I did everything. And I remember like sweating and holding out at the table. <laughs> but, you know, the woman said, she's like, you're doing really good. She's like, usually the guys we get in are the ones that are like screaming. She's like, the women are like, okay, I can do this. And the men are like, ow, 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 stop. <laughs> I've never had a bikini wax, but oh. I've heard those hurt. I, I did, I've lasered the bikini <laughs> area, but I haven't done a bikini wax. I I think it probably depends on where you go to, because I heard that yeah. like it's how like you rip it off and like they put pressure right away, then oh, that that's hurts good. less. Yeah, that is good. There's technique. Mm-hmm. I think if they if you, someone doesn't know what they're doing and just goes at it, we're yeah. making like everyone listening cringe. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Unless they're, they're thinking like, about yeah. hair ripping out, they're oh, going yeah. oh oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm we're we're so focused and on track. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the book. Uh, a sucky love story is mm-hmm. what it's called, yeah. and it's th- this podcast will come out after. But when does it go out? Uh, December fourth. December fourth. So yeah. it's been out for a week. Yay! <laughs> it came. It came out this week. Oh! Yay! <laughs> we don't know calendars. <laughs> I usually don't know the day of the week, so I don't. I'm like. I'm like. I just. I'm like. Oh, well, I don't know the date. I'll know it's a Tuesday, but I don't know right. what, if it's Tuesday. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. But it. It also. It was cool reading it because there's not a lot of people that have our job. Yeah. So and like I read a lot of books, but nobody's telling it from the perspective of like working with brands and like sending in scripts and approvals and effects and all this stuff. And it's like I know exactly, exactly how this talk- goes. Yeah. Yeah. And like obviously knowing you, it's even and knowing that the story is true, it's just like holy mess yeah like it is wild (laughs) i can't believe it like i can't believe you're sitting here in front of me well i mean the like the weird thing is that it just and i consider myself like a somewhat intelligent person and if it could happen to me like it could happen to anyone i think that's the scary part is that like you know my it wasn't just me that you know got quote unquote taken it was multiple people right and there's still things that I don't know whether like they're real or not or you know yeah. like you know you know I met him on tinder right so yeah and then he said he was a doctor and though the man that we're talking about in the book his name yes. was Milos and on his tinder profile I like even then I was like oh he's probably gonna be kind of a like you know I don't know I thought I got player vibes you ever have when you see photos and you're like okay yeah like, there was a photo of him like shirtless holding a grapefruit like with a knife and like jeans and it was like very staged and weird but he was still hot right and I was like you know part of me was like okay when they have shirtless selfies I don't know and there was like, I don't really one, like grapefruit but I guess we'll see he was like yeah it's okay like you know we'll, we'll keep looking yeah but, like there was a photo of him like with his dog which was the like, English bulldog puppy he was like sleeping on his head and there's a few things that I'm like oh, okay maybe he's not a complete like you know whatever yeah so I gave him a chance and then yeah swiped right and then so I have to write into I don't know if I want to call it fate or destiny but I mean I feel like kind of like now it is like yeah I, maybe I was supposed to this was supposed to happen to me mm-hmm. which oh god I'm oh my I'm cold I, I finished the book at 11.35 last night I got it at 11am and 
it, I just, I was scared to go to sleep. And that was me just reading it because the way that you described everything, what you had to go through, obviously I could never understand that because I didn't go through it. But I was just like, how did anyone go through this? And like, if I was scared to go to sleep, I couldn't imagine how scared you were. Oh yeah, PTSD for a while. Right. (laughs) Even like, you know, when I finally got out, I would just like go to a window and fully expect like a van to pull up and like grab me. Like I would just start shaking or- Oh my gosh. Like some of his friends when I left were hanging out outside of like my apartment in San Diego. So that was even worse. So I'm like taking photos of like his friends hanging out there. And you know, I didn't- I didn't, like, I didn't know what was going to happen at any, like, moment. So I would just, like, start shaking. Right. <laughs> Which was weird because I've never, I'm, I mean, my family, I was never raised in an environment where I had anything like this before. So I, like, was just completely traumatized. Right. How are you now? Like, <laughs> so much better. <laughs> like, when I, when I first left, I was a mess. Like, I really was. Like, I didn't like people at all, and I didn't trust anyone. Like, I still think I have trust issues. Sure. But I think same. healthy. Yeah, but healthy trust issues. I feel like I'm really friendly, and I still really like people now, but I don't – it's weird. I don't believe people when they tell me things right away. Like, yeah. Like, if they say that they have even a boyfriend, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll wait until I see the proof. Yeah. Because I just know I, – I, I just don't trust anymore. Right. I mean, I don't know how you could. <laughs> like – I already have trust issues. I I think I trust, like, you know, it's weird. I feel like I trust my YouTube friends more than I trust. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a tight-knit community and, like, what you see is what you get. And people are pretty genuine and, like, forthcoming of who they are even in their videos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're all crazy, but we're all, like, pretty, like, normal and, like, good people. But, like, strangers, no. Right. (laughs) Stranger danger. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Have you ever, like, been on Tinder afterwards? You know, it was weird because, you know, I'm, I met Milos and then, like, you know, we were dating and then, you know, I, I did try, like, Bumble and some of those other sites before, like, we were, like, finally together. When I got out of the relationship, I, like, I, I was, like, I think about a month, I signed up for Tinder for, like, three days and I like, deleted it. Right. every single person that would message me, I would just be, like, what do you want? Why do you want to know where I live? Why do you want right. to know what I do? Like, right. Like, and then I went, couldn't handle it. And I was, like. <laughs> and they're, like, jeez. Yeah. And then the people that would, like, also send me, like, raunchy messages, like, right from the start. Because you know that happens. Even mm-hmm. on, like, the, the the cleaner sites, you still get them. I'd be like, you don't know what I've gone through. Why yeah. are you messaging me like that? Like, I had a – I was just not ready. Yeah. I wouldn't – I'm still not ready. Yeah. And I <laughs> – I think, you know, hopefully, you, like, I see people that I know that that's their person, and that gives me hope. I'm like, okay, someday I'm going to have what, like, Becky and Steve have. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, and then, but then Becky and Steve break up, and you find right. all these weird things that, about their <laughs> relationship that you didn't know about, and then it just, like, ruins my thought on love. But, like, my parents were married for 38 years, and, like, you know, they had their moments where they, like, would fight, but they were healthy fights. Right. And, like, they were perfect for each other, so that gives me hope. Yeah. Like, they, they literally were. Like, it's like, you know, it it could only be divine or like something like there's some sort of cosmic thing that brought them together. So, yeah, that it gives me hope, too. (laughs) I know a lot of Becky's and Steve's where I'm like, (laughs) like, they're perfect. Why can't I have what they have? And then like you find out about all this like cheating and all this. or They don't even know that they're cheating on. But then, you know, no, I had had two really good friends of mine that have been together for eight years and adorable. I thought they were going to get married. Just found out that he was cheating on her. Right. So then they broke up, 
And like now I'm like, okay, great. Now like the people that I thought were ideal. Yeah. It just goes to show. Like I think relationships in general are just complicated. <laughs> Life is complicated. It really is. I'm tired just thinking about being in a relationship. <laughs> and I haven't been in one in for a long time and I'm already like, mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I mean, it's, I feel like for me, like I always want like a New Year's Eve date or something. Yeah. And then I want to just put them away. <laughs> Dude. I, want to take them out. I want something cute for the night. And then I'm like, you know, like, you know, like get your smooch at midnight and then they can go home and we're fine. Like, I wish I could. I wish there was another dating site that was like <laughs> only from hours X to Y. Because also I find myself getting into, not relationships, but talking to people that don't understand that I'm putting my career first. And for a while it will be my career first because my career has never failed me because I have never failed my career. However, everyone else has failed me. (laughs) And so I'm like, you need to earn this. We're just opening up our baggage one bag at a time. This is therapy. So sorry. You wanted advice? So do we. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I always say, like, if you have a really nice, like, brother, let me know. And yes. I'm like, I'm six, just let them know I'm six feet tall so they can't be intimidated by that. <laughs> and, like, for me, like, like they don't need to have, like, a, a job where they make a ton of money. But I really want someone that has a job and a car. Because I've always – I always pick people that are, like, artist types that right. I end up supporting. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I need to stop. Like, I need <laughs> – I need an adult relationship. Yeah, I can't wait to have one of those. Like, I, you know, I need, I need a man. I need a man. <laughs> Same. Even the men, thirty plus that I've dated, are little, are little boys in the yeah. mind. Yeah, I mean, I think every like we're all childish in certain ways, and that's but it's just, totally it's cool. Just funny with someone that has like goals and ambition, and they don't need to be where they want to be, but as mm-hmm. long as they're hungry, like. I know I don't know about you, but I always have a hard time when people are too needy, and I'm like, I oh, want to be like yeah. working and like. That's you know. my site. It's yeah. called Nine to Five, <laughs> and those are the hours you can't contact me. <laughs> You're like a dancing Dolly Parton. Get <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the remake. They need to catch you. Yeah. Truly, uh, like just let me do my thing, and then afterwards. But yeah, okay, I won't sing. We get. I won't sing. <laughs> And afterwards, then we can we can be a thing. Yeah. But just respect the boundary. I had a guy tell me one time that he was jealous of my job, not <laughs> not because he wanted it, but because I was with my job, and when I was with job, I wouldn't pay attention to him. But and it, he like he anthropomorphized my job. But it's so attractive when someone is off doing something and not bugging you. You're like, what are they doing? Right. Like, like ooh, like it is so sexy to me when someone else is excited about something and they don't contact me all day and they're working (laughs) like I love that because then it's also like you can talk about it Mm -hmm. afterwards it's a mystery you don't feel like you're being bombarded and you don't feel codependency is like the biggest boner killer (laughs) like do not do that like definitely be there for me but don't like be there for me (laughs) you know but I think everyone has like certain moments where things are slightly codependent but it just needs to be like I think balance yeah. is the keyword. Like I've had a really hard time in my life finding balance. Like I dated my cameraman, really bad idea. <gasps> Wait. My first my first boyfriend in like seven years when I moved to LA. So I was just really excited that any guy was interested in me and I wasn't on like a dating site. Oh my God. Wait, but, but so he was your boyfriend before the cameraman or no, cameraman? No, he was my boyfriend. Then he got a camera and oh. then he became my cameraman because <laughs> he saw like, you know, how you can, you know, make a living off of YouTube. And yeah. he, was, he had a really good eye. He was really talented. And then like other YouTubers started hiring him. And he was like a nice guy, but it was just more of like a relationship of convenience. Mm-hmm. So like we stayed together longer than 
than we should because it's like, oh, well, we're filming on Saturday, so we can't break up. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it kept getting like pushed when, yeah. you know, and I, I wanted, I tried to break up with him so many times. And then when he broke up with me, it like broke oh, my heart. It was oh, so strange. Just, I wanted to be the one. I don't, it was really, really weird. Would you rather get broken up with or break up with someone? I I think I would rather it be mutual, like where we both sit down. That's not on the table. Oh, that's what I want <laughs> on the table. Because I, I like I hate hurting people. Yeah. Like that is the worst for me. Especially like I had one guy that was really like into me, and I should have. We just. I just it just wasn't reciprocated. I just didn't like him back. And when we were supposed to go to Coachella together, and I remember I told him, I'm like, you know what, it's just not gonna work. And I just know I crushed him. Right. And he is the nicest guy. There just wasn't that something. Like he it just like we didn't have anything to talk about. So I think that was the hardest thing is like like physically it was really cute, but like when we were together it was like crickets all the time. Like I feel like I'm like pulling teeth for conversation. Right. and he just wanted to talk about pizza and beer. And I like, you know, I'm allergic to dairy. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't relate, you know? Uh, you get it. And the two times I did drink in my life went horrible. I talked about that in the book. Like the two times in my life that I did drink, uh-huh. I was a mess. Right. And I just was like, no, I can't. I, alcohol and me, like I'm already childish. I become five. <laughs> like I do. Like I was like the one that story I was talking about in college. Like my sweet mates, I'd never drank before. Mm-hmm. So like four o'clock in the afternoon, they give me a glass of like Smirnoff straight. I was peer pressured, totally peer pressured for sure. So I drink it and like you know I was just I was running around. We had this like quad area because it was a square. I was just running around the quad area and grabbing grass and throwing it at people. <laughs> And then I went, to the, I remember I went to the lower level bathroom and I was like talking to the toilet and I don't know why. And it was just like, just me down there. Cause you know how you remember some, cause I wasn't like totally drunk. So yeah. I still remember some of the things that I did. One time I didn't talk about in the book though, we went to Big Bear and I didn't know the cider had alcohol in it. And oh. like, I'm like, this cider is so good. And I kept drinking the cider. Oh my God. You know what Annie, Ch- like Cheddar Bunnies are? Is it by Amy or Annie? Oh, oh yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. I was like, Cheddar Bunnies, like walk around. <laughs> with the like box of crackers and I'm like wait I'm tipsy why am I tipsy and my I'm like my cheeks are warm why are my cheeks warm and people are like there's alcohol in the cider Brittany oh my gosh I'm just I can't yeah. even remember the first time that I was drinking I didn't drink until I was 21 really yeah and I had like a wine cooler when I was 16 <laughs> edgy like I remember that like that's that's as far as I went I smelled a sharpie once okay <laughs> okay <laughs> You live on the edge, Megan. I really do. I remember I first started my YouTube channel as doing cooking videos. And yeah, I, I remember. Went to I love them. <laughs> Thanks. No, I remember. I, I like. I remember. I fried my hair from one of your videos. You showed how to use the flat iron and curl. And you said you go one direction with one curl and the yes. other direction with the other curl. And I was trying to curl my hair. I literally burned a section trying to do one of your hair tutorials. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I girl really well. Like I'm a really good girl. <laughs> Really good girl, but, but I started. That's how I got the Lipton thing is because I was doing cooking videos, yeah. and so I remember I just that was like a thing that I did and I yeah. liked to do, and so I went to Hawaii on this dance retreat or something like that, and we stayed in a big cabin all yeah. of us together, and I was drinking, and then all of a sudden like I put my MacBook up and started recording, and I did this like drunk kitchen thing. <laughs> it was kind of like Hannah Hart except yeah. for like didn't make any sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't making any points and my face was red and everyone was just walking and I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, the cheese. I was like, there's like a Swiss cheese thing and I was like, this cheese is rep- representation of all of us. We think we're whole, but we're just we're like just filled not. of holes. Yeah. It was really it sad. Was... <laughs> and it never saw the light of day. I'm Googling this the moment I leave. You will never find it. It, it will be the best $8 on airplane Wi-Fi ever spent <laughs> watching, watching your first cooking video. <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess we should get into some advice. Can we just like do, yeah, can we just do like every episode with this? Like, <laughs> yes. this is great. Uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll get into advice while Brittany gives us a little extra piece of advice you can find on meganmatoon.com slash podcast. I almost lost my breath and we'll be right back. Go catch your breath. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we're back. Are you ready to dive into giving other people advice? There's a pool and I'm standing at the edge. I'm ready to dive in. (laughs) I mentioned this before. I gave them a visual. Yeah. You definitely talk with your hands in the I way know. that, but you. this is me diving into a pool. You can't see this, but me diving into the shallow end of the pool, which is and, what I always end like, up doing. <gasps> Have you guys ever done this? So you dive into a pool with your eyes closed and then you imagine that you can't get out. And so, wait. I just belly flop. <laughs> oh, wait. Or, or you imagine that there's a shark behind you, but like with your eyes closed, That's it's frightening. Terrifying. Why would you do that? I don't know. Just some imagination exercises. <laughs> I don't know how to dive. That's a little too method yeah, for do. me. You don't know how to dive? What do you mean? I like, <laughs> like I can't do it. I'll teach oh, you. Oh, yeah, it's not that hard. Okay. <laughs> it's just you jump in That's with That's what your, everybody who already just, knows how to dive like says. Little, you make your arms like a little sword and tuck your head. Yeah. And then you go in. I was on swim team for four years and then I realized I wanted my summers back. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? I was in really good shape and in tan, but I was like... Is in good shape and is tan. <laughs> but I was a but I was a child, so it wasn't like I'm a teenager with like a nice tan. It was like I'm ten years old and like and I could be going to Disneyland <laughs> and I'm getting up at six a.m. and swimming in like unheated water. Oh no! My. I did that every summer. I can't. Treading water is my nightmare. 
But I got really bad swimmer's ear, so then I couldn't. Cause oh. you, my ears even now are really sensitive. So it's just like you get water, and I'm not going to go in. It's gross. But, like, my ears just were killing me, and that was, like, I was supposed to quit. So. <laughs> I was supposed to. I was kind of I listened to, to my ears. <laughs> it quit. I instead of listening with my heart, I listened with my ears. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes to my heart. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I never know what I'm saying. But at least I have an email to read, and here we go. I just found out my roommate is cheating on her long-term, long-distance boyfriend with someone she just met. We're good friends, but she doesn't know that I know. What's weird is that this is completely out of character for her. Should I tell her boyfriend and confront her, or do I just mind my own business and not say anything at all? From Risque Roommate. Roomie. (laughs) It's so hot in here! My mind is, like, out of sorts from talking about your story and I can't as wait. a listener this is my like favorite podcast even though I know I'm biased and I'm on it but like already this is like off to a really good start <laughs> she's French I like it oui, oui. her roommate is cheating on her boyfriend with someone she just met but like it's not used to her it's so hard because it's not, it's not, like, your business. That's what's so hard because, like, it's not your relationship. I know. And you want to, like – but, like, I, the messenger always gets shot. It always happens. Even yeah. if, she, you know, if she ends up telling the boyfriend mm-hmm. that she's cheating, then they're both going to hate her and right. not each other. And if she a- approaches her roommate, she's going to hate her and think that she's going to possibly tell her boyfriend. So right. then her, her living situation is going to turn into, like, World War Three. Yeah, and it's... That's tricky. Every time that someone kind of does that, says something to people that don't want to hear it, yeah. or kind of like in the in your book, you mentioned this a little bit with Bunny, it's Ooh. like, you don't know who's, if they're lying or not. You don't. Until no. the end, or until, like, I've been in relationships where people are like, you should have broken up with him way long ago, but, but it's, we it's didn't want to... you're in the relationship, and you're the one that either suspects cheating or being cheated on, but like an outsider, that's like, it's so hard i think how close of friends are they that would be like my question like if you're just acquaintances leave it alone right (laughs) like you know you don't have to agree with what someone's doing with their life just to be able to eat like your cheerios in peace you know what i mean and not get involved but if they're really close friends she might maybe sit down like sit down is it a guy writing this or a girl a girl okay i was gonna say he she he she that's good that's probably better conversation and like like I don't like I don't know. What do you think, Megan? I don't think she should tell the boyfriend. No, regardless of anything. But what if the boyfriend's like a really good friend of hers? It, I think that they are. See, that's what's hard. Like, how do you? Ugh, oh then, well, yeah. I guess then, then you then you have to pick a friend. If you end up doing that, you're yeah. either on his side or her side, and like being on a side sucks. Yes. What if? Hmm. Here's what I pitch: <laughs> is you hang out with the boyfriend of her your your friend that's dating your your roommate, and then you. Kind of like get a feel for the person they're cheating on, or the actual the <laughs> boyfriend. Let's give them names. Okay, this is becoming difficult. I like it. Let's do it. So the roommate's name is Billy. Billy, the Billy. She has to be a girl. Give oh. me a Billy. Oh, fine. Billy's a good girl name. Now it gets more confusing. I, I, I'm 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 defending my choice. Billy can be a girl name. <laughs> You're right. It's a unisex name. <laughs> Billy is the roommate. The boyfriend's name is you, Billy. <laughs> No, no, Willie. Willie and Billy. Billiam. Billiam? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Billiam is the boy that you're friends with. I can't. Billy is the roommate who's cheating on Billiam. (laughs) 
could be worse. So I would go hang out Billiam and say, uh, get his uh, take on the relationship, how it's going. Has, yeah. What's going on with Billy? Like, is you guys, what are you guys doing? How's it going? Are you guys happy? Are you going to marry her? Like, what up? <laughs> See how invested he is. Right. And then if he brings up, like, oh, she's been kind of distant, I don't really know, then you could kind of see where what right. you should do and yeah. how you should address it. Then you hang out with Billy. You guys are in your Cheerios in the morning time, and you're like, how's Billiam? And then you, you see if there's any problems. And if everyone seems fine, you go, I'm so happy you're happy. If they're not fine, go, hmm, do you think that they might be cheating on you? <laughs> No, I thought, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it, the problem is, it's like a baseball analogy. A lot of people don't want to go up to bat until there's someone on deck. Does that make sense? So she, if she is even cheating on her boyfriend, she's probably thinking about breaking up with him, oh. but she wants something set up because some, like some people just can't not be in a relationship. Like yeah. I used to be like that. Like once I started dating, I was like, you know, I was like, not like, like a loose person, but I was a dating whore. Like mm. I would date it a lot. But, like, nothing would really happen on the dates. I just went on a lot of dates. Sure. So I think that, you know, maybe she just doesn't want to be alone. So yeah. she's trying to – because if, ha- if you're happy, why? Yeah. And every, here's the thing. My mom always said this, and I completely agree with her. The truth will set you free is what she said. And I'll, I'll add on to her <laughs> as her heir. And <laughs> the truth will always come out. Yeah. So regardless of what, what happens, the truth will always – prevail anything else so whether it's you telling her them which like you shouldn't but it's going to come out anyway whenever it it needs to happen and it's just best to i think sometimes it's just not your relationship like unless it's your like your if your best friend is getting cheated on and you know that that's different but if someone you're living with is cheating on someone that's really tricky yeah but like if someone you love and care about is getting cheated on you call it out you tell them i'd be like megan i I saw such and such at this place like i wouldn't have a phone I would film it. I would be like, girl, get it. I mean, I when I remember when I was on Tinder, this is awful. I have a fun story. Okay, so there's a YouTuber that I like swiped right on, and yeah. we were talking, we were gonna hang out, whatever. VidCon came along. Oh my he god. Walks, he walks um up because his girlfriend had watched my videos. Oh my god. In a relationship. And Wait. he was so awkward with me. Oh my god. I didn't know I thought he was single. Wait. But 50% of people on those apps are in a relationship and trying to yes. test the waters. But, like, it was so strange for his girlfriend to walk up and talk to me. And then Stop. he comes walking up and I was like, oh, hey. And he tried to pretend like pretend like we'd never talked before. Like, oh, no. hi. Nice to meet you. Stop. Yeah. Wait, and did you go on dates with this guy or no? No. Just, like, talking on Tinder? Ta- yeah. Oh, my God. But he, we were going to do something. And then his girlfriend introduced herself to me, like, at a public setting. And he pretended like we don't know each other. And, like, that we were meeting for the first time. wild. Yeah. Whoa. I don't have the best luck. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone, uh, I had one of my friends tell me very seriously that they saw my boyfriend cheating on me. Yeah. Are you, oh, Megan, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget almost all of it, honestly. <laughs> you do, you don't, you like literally, you just went into a state of like, co- like, it was numb and. I, I mean, I've been cheated on before, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. They, I truly like don't remember any of the details, but I remember being like, "This is wild," and then confronting my boyfriend about it, and then really believing him afterwards. And then I was just like, mm. "Then I just forgot about all of it." But now that we were talking about this, yeah, 
I don't, I truly have no idea. It's, I mean, it's really hard because like, you know, I was cheated on. It's really hard. Like when you're in the situation, especially when the person who's doing the cheating, like is swearing vehemently that they didn't and like explaining details and like justifying it. Right. And make like it that's what's really hard because then even if you weren't cheated on you feel like you were cheated on yeah and it hurts the relationship even if it's even a lie like right because you're you can't stop obsessing about it it's like have you ever had a nightmare where your boyfriend does something ridiculous and then you wake up and you're mad at him in real life <laughs> i only have like really strange <laughs> dreams where i'm like like digging through trash and trying to find something and can't like i have those complicated <laughs> dreams like like that's the needle in the haystack like that make no sense and i'll wake up really upset that i like couldn't find a shoelace or something i'm like what does this mean oh my god i need to get my dreams analyzed and i guess some shoelaces yeah <laughs> I, I i wear mostly zippers <laughs> so I, i'm very confused <laughs> most of my things zip on like i if i could have all velcro shoes i would do it i love it i know Are you, so you started a clothing line for x i did does he have velcro shoes um, he, you know, he does. And they're really cute though. Cause like they're, they're, they open up with like a lip so he can get his feet in and oh. he'll, will be in like a diaper and run away from me and like go and put on his shoes and you're oh like, click, 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 click. And there's this like little, like half naked baby running around with his shoes on. It's really I cute. love it. Your kids get into like phases. Like he's really into cars or like, like anything that bounces or Legos or his shoes or yeah. feeding mommy. Oh, that's really hard. Because he likes to feed me whenever, and I can't, like, chew fast enough to, like, oh my gosh. sit there very intently and, like, shovel the food into my mouth. You're and a Cabbage Patch every- doll. What? You're a Cabbage Patch doll. But he doesn't do it to, like, my mom or anyone else. Like, he's going to make sure mommy eats. So he sits there and, like, oh my and he's gosh. so proud of himself. But, I like, love it. I, I have to take food sometimes and, like, hide it behind my back. Like, mm, thank you. Because <gasps> there's no room in my mouth. So I grab it with my hand and I go like this. That's so sweet. It was really cute. Wow. If you want to borrow wait. my child for half the day, you can. Okay. Yeah. Every lunch, you, every dinner. You would love it. <laughs> I, Megan does need somebody to put food into her mouth <laughs> when she's editing. Like, that it's would really, be great for her. But the I only thing wait. about children is, like, they get into everything. Like, I see every outlet in here, and I'm like, we need safety, like, things. Yeah. Like, every cord. He'd probably chew on it. Like, they're like puppies, but, like, ten times worse, especially when they're teething. Right. Oh, girl. He oh, bites girl. sometimes. Like, and he thinks, like, I've tried everything to get him to stop and nothing works. I'm thinking about getting, like, that sour spray. Oh, or yeah. Some, or something. Because, like, he's teething. He'll just run up and, like, bite me and run away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. Uh, did we, risque room A, <laughs> did we help her? Oh, I think collectively we say, mind Stay your business. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would not go there. Yeah. I, unless you want a, like uh, to have a horrible experience and have to move, I wouldn't go there. Right. Whew. Okay. How cheap is your rent? Like that's the question. You're like that's yeah. my question. <laughs> right. I think yeah. Stay out of it. There. It will. It will work itself out for sure. Mm-hmm. Last question. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I'm 21 and I just got out of a two and a half year relationship. So what is that? 18. You started. <laughs> I'm bad at math. Yeah. Started in 18. 18, 19, 20, 21, 18 and a half. (laughs) We ended on good terms, but that's irking me even more than if it was a blow up. Knowing that it could have worked out, but it just didn't is so hard. It's been a few months since a breakup, and he recently told me he's seeing someone new. Even though he was very sweet about it, I felt crushed. I'm terrified that I'll never find my soulmate. I had such a great connection with him, and I'm scared that I'll never find that again. How can I get over this fear of being alone? From down in the dumps. Yikes. Sometimes I feel like that. 
Because uh, yeah, I, but then, but then you give it time, and then you you're able to see why it didn't work. It's always yes. so hard when it's fresh because you like I, I. It's weird when you're in the relationship, you see everything that's wrong with it. When you break up, you think about all the good times, and you forget about. You know huh. what I'm talking about. And you, yes. Like, even when, like, the cameraman, like, boyfriend and I broke up, I was like, oh, we used to go to Universal Studios together when I would be there. And, you know, I then I forgot all the times yeah. that he was driving me crazy or I was pushing his buttons or, yeah. So I, I, but if things are meant to be, they're meant to be. And I feel like the moment you break up, it's like you're going to break up again because people get back together. But, yes. like, not very often does it end up working out. Yeah. After that. So. Right, because there's a reason why you broke up in the first place. Yeah. And unless both of you fixed whatever, whatever that was individually, it's not going to work when you're in one unity. But. They're young, though. 21, yeah. yeah. You're young. You're going to you come back at 30. <laughs> True. Then you're different people then. Yeah. Then it may work. That does happen. And I think, you know, but the beautiful thing about, like, life is you just never know. And, like, you could be completely heartbroken and just be at a coffee shop and then meet, like, the real love of your life. Or this person that, you know, you broke up with could come back a few years from now and be like, I'm putting a ring on it. Yeah. But you can't, like, sit there and obsess about it. That's the worst. Yeah. I always say, like, don't read the text messages. Like, don't go on their Instagram. Don't insta-stalk them. Try to get on with your life. Because the more you obsess about it, then... Well, it's more energy. The You looking at an Instagram story is not only putting energy into whatever that is. It's yeah. also it subconsciously planting these little seeds of, oh, I know what they were doing. I did it yesterday. I can do it today. I'm fine. I can do yeah. it tomorrow. And then you're just consistently starting to check up on them kind of cyclically and sickly. And then you're horrible again. Well, I, I say like just give yourself six months to a year because it's and I it just they were together two and a half years right that's a good chunk of time. And he's already dating someone now though. But a lot of people do that. That's They're so just, mean. It's not but it's not even I don't even think it's like I I think I, they may not even like that person but who knows he could be hurting yes and just want miss like female energy and not really be like into her at all. That's and what happens a lot of the time. It does. Because a lot of people, like, you know, are just not the best at being alone. Right. Like, I wasn't good about that. But, you know, I am now. But, <laughs> like, you know, I'm cured. But, <laughs> I, you know, I think every person's different. And it's just, it's like one of those things. Just you need time. Yeah. I remember what you were talking about, about, like, only remembering the good times yeah. after you broke up. I yeah. had, like, a journal that I would write in all the bad things <laughs> oh. so that every time I'd go, oh, my God, I miss him. That's I would open so up the smart. journal and read all of these horrible things he did or said or how I felt when I was with him. And, like, Megan's things journal that- bad I yeah love it. that is so smart yeah it really helped honestly because i was like why did i break up with him and i just have the all this data i'm going oh, okay yeah it checks out no even even with milos when i finally left him i w- still wanted him it was so strange because I, I was in like such a crazy situation that it was like this circle of like almost manipulation and abuse that i i craved it like you almost crave someone controlling you and whatever and who knows what their situation is but Mm. sometimes you just like like that person controlled you so you miss that control it's really weird yeah so you don't really know if it was love because that isn't love right like I, I just know that time heals all and everything and you're you're bound to be confused anytime you just get out of a relationship and have up and down days like tomorrow you might be like that's fine like yeah. ooh, he's cute and the next day you're like oh, I miss them you know it's it's yeah it's a roller coaster she's asking how she can get over the fear of being alone and so you say time 
But I think there's nothing wrong with being alone. Nothing. I, if anything, I love I, being I, alone. I do too. I don't have to shave my legs. I can watch what I want on Netflix and order. I get to, I get sleep too. Because oh how God. often in relationships do you stay up all night talking? I love my sleep. Listen, I've never <laughs> had better skin than when I've been broken up with. Because now I have time for that 12-step Korean skincare yeah. routine. Before, I'm listening about all your insecurities about being on stage. La, 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 la. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> Or you have you have pillow talk every single night, and then you're staying up late, and you, you know the peak repair hours for your body are between like what 10 p.m. and whatever, and you never get that. Like you know you never get that. So yeah. when you finally do break up, you're like, oh, some of the wrinkles are going away. Right. You have time for yourself. I. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It will change soon. I hope because I would love to be in a relationship when I'm ready. But I do love like waking up and having an hour to read, and then being able to meditate, then go to Pilates, and then spend time like singing while I'm getting ready, and then going to work and doing my job and yeah. not getting distracted, and then. But it's like. Ugh. Are you a post-it person? Yeah, you are. I see your post-it. <laughs> I love post-its. So do I. I make lists on post-its like every day of things that I want to accomplish. And then as yeah. I cross them off with a Sharpie, I oh love my gosh. it. It's, feels... the be- it's the best. Listen, you know, yeah, Brittany, get it. about to change your life. <laughs> you want to hear something about post-its? Yeah. So they make post-its that are one-fourth the size of normal post-its that have a tiny little adhesive on one of the sides. Okay, yeah. And I put it. I've seen those, yeah. They're, they're, they're color-coordinated. You can yeah, see, yeah, yeah. There's a thing that I have on the, the side of my iMac that's called like monitor memo board I got it off of it's called like monitor memo board <laughs> 3000 monitor memo board I put it on it, it's okay. adhesive and you stick it on your monitor and then when you take uh, when you write one thing to do on each okay. thing on each little one fourth of a post it stick it next to your computer and, and you when take you them t- off oh my gosh it's oh. way more liberating than crossing something that. off I'm gonna get it for you okay do it yeah, tiny little <laughs> Irene baby. pulled up the uh, what it is on Google. That's right. Make that my phone background, please. I, office supplies and me. Like, if you want to make me really happy, mm-hmm. just take me to Staples and get me mm. some ballpoint pens. Mm. And I the clicky ones. Mm. Yo, with the padded on the bottom. Yes. What yeah, is the, that? It's the paper mate ones that have the yeah. Yo. I'm about that. See, that's why why we always get along. Like, I feel like whatever set we're on, I always end up hanging out with you. Have you yes. noticed? Yeah, and then, noticed. And then we're like, it's always me and you going, da, 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 and everyone's like looking at us annoyed. We're like, Argh. everyone's like, we're recording. Do your job. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, okay. they kept telling us to be quiet on Lipton too, going back to that. Like, shut up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shut up. Oh, our wrap up tip for this person getting over the fear of being alone. Don't be afraid of it. Just Embrace it. Like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Really good stuff. I think we did it. I think we helped a lot. I think so too. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom. Thank you for having me. Get Brittany's book, Sucky Love Story. It is incredible. I couldn't I couldn't recommend it more. I honestly like actually didn't put it down until I finished it. That's what everyone keeps saying. They like start reading it and they're up all night. And then I feel I like I just wanted to talk to them about it because I'm like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Because like, I've been silent. So I'm like, I, okay, let's chat now. Yeah. Like, so- what do you want to know? <laughs> Get it, read it. Twitter, where can they reach you? Uh, let's see. On Twitter, it's at Bernie Taylor. On Instagram, it, it's really short at Bernie Louise Taylor Picks. Bernie with an I, P I C S. Oh my lord! Uh, on YouTube, um, Bernie Louise Taylor again, really short. And I think, and I don't really use Snapchat anymore. Yeah, I, I no don't. one does. I, once I found Insta Stories, like that was it. That was it. Well, because everyone was posting the same Snapchats as Insta Stories, and I was like, what's the point? I'm already on Instagram. Yeah. They really. That was wild because Snapchat tried to buy some – no, Instagram tried to buy Snapchat and Snapchat was like, no. 
And then Instagram made their vertical video platform. And then Snapchat was like, we're broke. And Instagram was like, haha, sucks for you. If you have a sticky situation or a burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign up sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, leave us your age because that really tends to help. Also, also rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts because I'm an uncultured 90s kid because, again, I just watched Clueless and I don't think I've seen The Little Mermaid, but that's my next one. That's for another time. Oh, on a little little you need to watch Little Mermaid. And I will. You're, you'll never look at forks the same way. <gasps> that was a headgum podcast.